Welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Hey, welcome to the show, episode 104, I believe we're at. I'm your host, John Workman, and excited to be here with you in this beautiful November holiday season. Thanksgiving is definitely my most favorite holiday, with all the food, all the family, and all the fatness uh, maybe we call those the three F's of the holidays, food, family, and fat. And uh, just grateful to to be alive for this wonderful time of the year, this wonderful season. And the great opportunity that I have to come to you uh, on this podcast and <clears throat> all of you guys that that support uh, support what I'm trying to do here. I'm very grateful for that. Speaking of support, head over to rulesforelectricians.com and uh, get your hands on a copy of my new book, Rules for Electricians, Volume 1. Uh, I'm going to tell you in a later episode uh, why the this book is so important and uh, you know where the proceeds for this book are going. Um, and kind of an update on a previous project that uh, the many of you have supported as well. So uh, just head over to rulesforelectricians.com and uh, get your hands on your copy of the book today. Now, what I want to talk to you about today um, is concerning paralleling conductors. <clears throat> and one of the one of the things that you need to be very aware of when it comes to um, paralleling conductors, and that is the termination of of the conductors. So the question is, why must all paralleled conductors be terminated in the same manner? Now, one of the very first things that, that you need to pay attention to when you're terminating uh, paralleled conductors is, is whether or not the lug in which you're terminating is rated to have more than one conductor in it, okay? Now, Article 110.3b of the NEC tells us that you need to install and or use listed or labeled equipment according to the instructions that are provided with the listing or the labeling. Now, if you decide that you know better than the manufacturer and just start doing as you please, who knows what could happen? I mean, seriously, we all get to the point at some time or another where we might feel like some of the recommendations or standards are just kind of stupid or maybe they're overkill. But the question remains, did you spend a bunch of time um, or money testing out the equipment to see what it can handle and what it can't. I know personally that I didn't. So I've learned that it's better to just go with what the manufacturers have recommended, what they've said to do, and just, just save yourself a lot of headache, a lot of heartache, and probably save yourself a lot of, of uh, money and damages and insurance claims. So so right now I'm going to go over a couple of areas that you need to watch out for when you're terminating. But first of all, I want to talk to you um, about this podcast for just a second. Okay, so the three things, three, not the three, but three of the things that you that you need to be concerned about when you are paralleling, terminating paralleled conductors. Okay, first of all is torque. Now take a look at the 2017 NEC Article 110.14D. This is a new addition to the code. It basically, basically indicates that if the manufacturer puts a numerical torque rating on their piece of equipment, then you need to get a calibrated torque tool to make the installation unless they provide instructions to install it differently. Okay, number two is temperature. Not all terminals or conductors are created equally. 
If you hop back to 110.14c, you're going to learn that your lugs and wire need to be coordinated so that they don't exceed the lowest temperature marking or any termination conductor or device. So make sure the temperatings are matching up so that uh, so that each end matches up as well. So if your terminal rating is uh, 90 degrees C and your, uh, your wire can be rated at 90 degrees C, you can rate everything at 90 degrees C. If your terminals are only rated at 60 degrees C, but your wire is rated at 90 degrees C, then you have to use the lowest uh, lowest temperature marking on there. So just make sure that you're aware that everything is matching up um, on the terminations on the temperature side of thing. And now uh, the last one is damage, okay? When you're, uh, when you're terminating all these conductors. Um, a journeyman that I used to work with told me um, his philosophy was tight but not broken. And that was uh, the model that he basically lived by. So if you take a look at uh, NEC Article 110.14a, um, then you need to make sure that you ensure a good connection um, without damaging those conductors. So anyways, those are, those are some of the things that you need to pay attention to and watch for when you are terminating parallel conductors. Um, there are many more things that I'm going to cover in subsequent uh, episodes concerning uh, paralleling conductors, but I thought that was a, that was a good start um, to get us going on, uh, on paralleling conductors. So thanks again for tuning in. And once again, make sure and run over to rulesforelectricians.com. Check out the book. Make sure and get, uh, get a copy. Um, you can get it. Uh, the link that I have on there takes you to amazon.com. And you can get it via Amazon Prime if you are a Prime member. Two-day free shipping to your mailbox. So thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, I hope you stay healthy. hope you stay happy. But most of all, I hope you stay grounded.